It's been so long since I've sat in this chair. I don't even know how I start the show anymore. I don't even know what I used to do. But I do know that I wanted to kick off 2023 with you, O'Day Osborne, with you. (sighs) The crowd goes wild. (laughs) It's so funny because I was thinking the same thing the other day. I'm like... I don't even remember what to say. Yeah. <laughs> like I get in the chair and I'm like, oh man. It's... Oh, right. When you were doing your show? Yeah. yeah I'm it, like, it's I would... like two weeks, three weeks off. I feel like I've had almost a month off from the show. Like... Yeah. I would say the same because I went to Wisconsin yeah. and then I came back and yeah, it's been, yeah, almost a month. How many episodes have you done now of your show? It's been a minute. Yeah. You've been doing it for a while. I think 12. 12. Yeah. Wow. About, about 12. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy that it was just going by yeah. so fast you know it's yeah it's fun right it's so much fun it's like um i don't know it gives me something to do at, you know because sometimes fighting gets it gets to be a lot you know yeah, what I mean? you sure. gotta deal with this you gotta deal with that and, it's, and when you're always doing one thing it's like yeah. oh you need to you know it's just so it's like a, a little a creative stress, outlet yeah, to, to do this right stress relief man it's yeah it's like sometimes you're just like oh man i'm just i don't want to do this yeah you know but it's like you get in and and you just kind of, it's like therapy almost. Yeah. It, it is like, because you come on and you just talk about random shit. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. therapy. It's great. <laughs> right? <laughs> talk about my daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> and you've had some great guests on your show, obviously, because you have a pretty good connection yeah, uh, being yeah. where, what your day job is. Yeah, I got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some good. I, I, I'm happy that Jamal's actually fighting because for a title now. So I'll be resharing those videos. Uh, yeah. Probably. Fight week when he fights. I think that was a next great week. episode. Yes, it was. Was that, that your first one? That was my first yeah. one. Yeah, you guys came out swinging. <laughs> yeah, right? It was you, Jamal, and uh, Joaquin Buckley. Yes. and Brad Tate. Yeah. To this day, that episode still, I keep getting people like, "You need to do more with Jamal and Joaquin." That you was money, do- man. Oh my goodness, I keep like to the I keep, people just keep blowing me up on um, Facebook and Instagram yeah. and Twitter about doing more with Jamal Hill and Joaquin yeah. and stuff like that because that episode. I want to say it has the most views out of all the episodes. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it, it was. was. It was real good. It was. And it was crazy because I didn't know, we didn't plan it, right? Yeah. We went to Contender Series. Jamal and them were there and Brad. And I was like, yeah, um, I just got the studio. You guys, I already had an episode booked uh-huh. for the next week. That was, Vince Morales was supposed to be my first episode. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I just got the studio. And they're like, oh man, that's dope. And I was like, "Come, hey, let's just do a video. Yeah. Let's do an episode. Literally that night, I was like, let's do an episode. We, we came, we all came over here and it was just like, you know, oh man, it was crazy. And that's <laughs> the crazy thing is usually, especially when you're new at this. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, you, you're new at podcasting, but you're not new to media and interviews and stuff. So I think that probably helps because and all of you for that matter yeah. because normally four people on a podcast <laughs> on an episode 1 means disaster <laughs> everyone talking over each other and arguing you can't hear shit but uh it worked out great it did and i was nervous as shit because of that <laughs> i was like i was like when i got here and saw like Joaquin Buckley and Jamal and Brad Tate and it, you know your energy. Yeah, I'm like in my head. I'm like, okay, how am I gonna control the energy? Because we all just have so much energy. You know, right. it's like putting ten dynamite sticks in one small barrel. Right. <laughs> it's like, how am I gonna contain all this? Right. But man, Travis did amazing. We were just like, yeah. we just rolled, and it was just like, yeah, you know, it, went, it worked out great. Yeah. Like I said, I still keep getting people just like, you need to do more with that group. I was like, yeah. I know, but they all live out of state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe for the next big fight or something. If yeah, maybe after Jamal's title fight. Yeah. That's, that's, that's next week. Next week. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Perth, right? Yes. Is that the one in or Australia? Is it, is it Rio? Is it Perth? Oh, is it Rio? Because he's fighting Glover for the title. 
Okay, yeah. So yeah, I you think, might be right. Yeah, there I, is one in Perth though. There is, yep, coming up. Yeah, yeah. Now you you don't go to those. Like if you no. weren't training, would you go to those or no? No, I'd never go out of seas. To you watch wouldn't. A fight. No. Okay, but sometimes they do bring you guys to different markets. Yeah, right to do meet and greets or whatever. All like, the, yep, all the time. Um, but if it's overseas. To watch a fight, mm, it's 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 not really worth it for me. You know right. what I mean? Unless I'm fighting overseas. Right. What if you were cornering? Would you corner? Yeah, someone? that's you different. Would do that. Yes, right. that's different. Overseas to corner, yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm fortunate that I've not fought overseas. You know, it's like people are always like, "Yeah, I want to go fight overseas. Why don't you fight overseas?" I'm like, "Do you want to cut weight it's for a lot. ten hours right. on a plane?" <clears throat> Fuck yeah. No, I don't want to do that shit. There's no extra money for doing that either. No, right? it's just you're yeah. miserable on a right. plane for. Six plus hours, right? You know, cutting weight, you can't eat shit. The pilot, you know what I mean? You're just like, right. Uh, right. you know, not only are you going through it, but you're, you know, getting altitude changes up and down. Yeah. And, oh man, no. And We're, then time changes. Oh, have you been to Fight Island? Have you been over there? <clears throat> no, no, I have not. Thank no. God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thing. I would go yeah. to like I, there, I would go to visit and watch, you know, yeah. but fighting, oh man, those guys had to fight, I think, uh. I want to say they fought at two in the morning once. Right then, there's that, right? That, yeah, that, yeah. That's I can't even imagine doing that. I, I nope. <laughs> now in a couple of weeks at the Apex, the main, uh, the prelims start at seven p.m. Oh, here really? In Vegas and main cards at ten p.m. Um, because I think that's the card that uh, Korean Zombie was on. Oh, and now I think he. I don't know if he got hurt or what, yeah. but I think he's he's not fighting. But there's a lot of other Korean fighters, so yeah. I think they didn't want to change the time because they're trying to, I guess, maybe be nighttime for mm. Korea or what. I'm I'm guessing, but um, man, I kind of like late night fights. I know, just for my I know. own personal life. I know. <laughs> you know. I didn't know Korean Zombie. Man, he should retire. Honestly, like he's I mean, been at it a while. Yeah, it's been so. He's he's like a you know he's a legend. He's a true vet. Yeah, he's he's a vet. There's certain certain people that's a veteran. And it has nothing to do with um, how they're fighting. You know, when I say like, oh, someone should retire. Right, I don't, you're not. I don't, it's, you're not slamming them. No, I no. just mean like you did it. And yeah, you you did it. And in fight world, it's so much on your brain. You want to save your brain. You know right. what I'm saying? You're just um, yeah. After a certain time, you want to save your brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, sure. Because when your brain is younger, it can take more. You know, yeah. when it's older, it's like you're chinking away at the armor, just ching ching For ching, sure. ching ching ching. Yeah. And I feel like everybody after a certain age should just retire because of yeah. that. Even if you're a champion, I'm, I'm saying the same thing. You should retire. Yeah. You know, shit. Look at Khabib. Yeah. Just retired. I was. Yeah. I thought that was the smartest. I did thing. not think he would stay away. Um, I but did. it does look. It does look like he might. Yeah, I did. I. You, you knew. Yeah. Yeah. Only be- <clears throat> the promise to the family. The, the that yes. Stuff. Yeah. He's an honorable man. He's yeah. so. Um. You know. He's about his his culture, his religion, and he's he's very honorable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, when he said that, I was like, yeah. It just seems so hard. Like for any athlete, not just fighters. Like yeah. I, mean, I have baseball player friends. You know, football it, player. Like. To, to to hang it up and it then go through a whole season, like if you're a baseball player, yep. I know there's no seasons for MMA, but you know, to go through a whole <laughs> baseball season, watch opening day and then yep. postseason, and you're <laughs> like, you gotta be yep. jonesing. I mean, same thing for you guys. Yep. I mean, you know, yep. I know we've talked and like, I feel like when you get out, You'll stay out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. When I'm out, I'm out. I'm like way, right. way out. <laughs> but I don't know if everyone else has the plan that you've had That's from true. from the beginning. Like, That's true. A, you, you know, um, That's true. I, I think. Uh, it doesn't fighting doesn't define you like it does maybe some of the other guys. And that again, yeah. that's not a, that's not even a bad thing. But you know, 
um, I think you just you've had a master plan since I, day one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, if you look at um, who talked about this, Uriah Hall, how he had um, massive depression yeah. after he got done fighting. Yeah. And then, you know, he went back into boxing, which for me, I'm like, oh, no. I was like, you know, I love Uriah. I love Uriah. I just don't want Uriah to have massive depression and suicidal thoughts again after boxing. Yeah. You know, you have to figure out a new outlet, a new avenue. Because right. when it's something that you know, uh, there's nothing else you can do. Your, right. your brain is just like fixated on that one thing. It's like uh, we talked about this the other day with Tom Brady. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. We talked Perfect about Perfect example. <laughs> Doesn't need the money. Nope. He's won all. He's done everything you could possibly want to do in a football field. Like, what are you still doing, showing up? Other than you just love it. Yeah, and you know, prime example. Khabib, Khabib left and said, "I want to spend more time with my wife and my family." Right. You know, and I think that's what Tom Brady needs to do. Yeah. Well, well now there is no wife. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. needed to do it. Like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, I get it. I would never ask my spouse to, you know, give up her dream. Right. But as the spouse with the dream, I could never be that selfish. You know what I mean? Because sure. you got to think about... They are making play. a sacrifice. Yes. And yeah. he's, he's not, he's, it's not like he's a uh, running back or a lineman. He's a quarterback. That means his time, he's working overtime plus more being a quarterback. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those, he's not getting any time with his family. And imagine how many years they've had to make those sacrifices. Yeah. And yeah. it's like... All right, well, that's to me, all that's showing me is that you love the game more than you love your family. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? And at yeah. a certain point, when you're, when you're, what, how old is he? And what? Uh, he's got to be 40. Yeah. 43. George 43. Carmona spitting out the facts. Look at uh, you. Gridiron Junkies right. host uh, <laughs> pulling overtime, double time over here behind I'm just the kidding. desk. He's 45. <laughs> is he really 45? Yeah, I had to Google that. Wow, all right. And, the, and in football years, that's like 85. For sure. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's and, like, and, you know, the off-season for someone yeah. like that is not really the off-season. Like, no. maybe it's two weeks, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, like, to, to play at that level, like, you can't just vegetate on a couch. I mean, nope. you, you're out. You got to stay active. That's why he's the best. Right. You know what I mean? That's why certain people have that, like, obsessive. Michael Jordan had that. Yeah. You know, that, like, just obsessive niche for, for the game. Yeah. But... Have you ever seen that interview with Kobe from a while back um, mm -hmm. where he was talking about... I just saw another clip on Instagram the other day about... Um, I don't know what player it was, but he was given a speech. I, maybe it was the ESPY Awards or something because mm -hmm. they were shooting, showing the crowd. And it was a lot of basketball players. Mm -hmm. um, and he was saying like he was on the road with Kobe somewhere. I, I, maybe they were playing the Olympics or something. Yeah. And he was like, I want to get his... This guy's goal... I wish I could think of what player it was, but he was like, his goal was, I want to get down to breakfast first tomorrow. Like I want to <laughs> yeah. be at breakfast first yep. just to show the guys like I'm up, I'm ready, mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever. And he goes, when I got down there, he's like, Kobe was in practice gear drenched wow. and he had already done a workout wow. <laughs> at like three o'clock in the morning wow. or something and like he does that or something it was like the day after mm -hmm. sorry i'm fucking this up it was the day after the lakers lost in the finals mm -hmm. and the very next day kobe is like literally in the gym training yeah. at three o'clock in the morning like and he he's like imagine doing that day in and day out how yeah. much better you're going to be amazing than everyone else yep just by doing a 3 a.m workout then breakfast mm -hmm. then your normal workout and then a late night workout yep and kind of like you do the other day i left you <laughs> at the pi and you're like yeah, i'll be back here in a couple hours yeah man because you have to think your opponent has the same 
access to all the same resources as you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Kobe is playing all the same people with the same access to all the same resources as him. Right. So the only way that he can get to the top, same they got the same coaches, same man, you know what I mean? All that stuff. Is the only way they can get to the top is to put in extra work. Right. Where people might not, you know, while my opponent's sleeping, I'm working. Yeah. You know, so I, I get that. It's just, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot. Now imagine a quarterback, Tom Brady, right. he's putting in that plus more. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, it's harder every year. Oh, for sure. Right? Oh, my goodness. It's way harder. And, uh, you know, it's like he's been, he's been on the same, well, not the Patriots now, but he, he was on the Patriots for how long? Yeah, almost his whole career. I mean, whole seventeen career, yeah. years or something. I don't. George Carmona, mm. oh, fact checker. You, George Carmona, <laughs> fact checker, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. So you, George so you Carmona. Know he's, right. Yeah. So you know he's got certain routines. Right. You know that's just repetitive routines. Like yeah. Like he he don't even have to think. He just wakes up and does these routines. It's like when you switch teams. Twenty. Twenty, 20 years, years with the Patriots. Wow. Correct. Wow. wow. Twenty years with the Patriots. Wow. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's a long, yeah. Just yeah. hang it up, Tom. Yeah. Although, I wouldn't mind if he was in the, on the Raiders of for course. a season. We would. Of course. Of course. I would, I would love George, it. do you want Tom on the Raiders or no? I would love Tom Brady on the Raiders. Are you kidding me? It would <laughs> be amazing, right? That's yeah. like seeing yeah. Michael Jordan. Right. You know, yeah. like when he played for the Wizards. Do you think Wizards fans <laughs> right, were like, right. oh, we get old MJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right. That's true. I would, yeah. I would love it. I would love it. But I'm like. Like, you know what I mean? His wife or ex-wife, it don't matter anymore. Yeah. How did his kids shit? They don't, I don't even think nothing I don't matters. Even know. At this point, dude, at this point, it don't yeah, even look. It is what it is. It is what it is now. Yeah, the ship sailed. <laughs> it's <laughs> long it. gone. It's Tom, long start gone. off right with your new family when you get, you know, with the new right. 28-year-old chick. Oh, my and gosh. And you have those kids. Yeah. Yeah. The, Spend uh, time with him. I, yeah, right. Uh, a do-over. Yeah. <laughs> Get a do-over. He needs a do-over. Tom Brady trust fund wouldn't be so bad, though, as Tom Brady's kids. That's, oh, my goodness. They're set for they're, a lot of money. Their grandkids are set. Although I heard he lost a lot of money. Uh, I, I forgot with what. Was it an NFT project or something? Or uh, I think he was big in FTX. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. what it was. Right. FTX. Yeah. He lost, like, a lot of money. A lot yeah. of people did on that. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Tom did. Is it hard for you? Like, do a lot of people come at you for investments and stuff? Like, when you win, like yeah. when you win a, a, a fight bonus, yeah. is your phone blowing up, uh, obviously, with congratulations, but is it also people going with problems? Like, not even investments, but just like, oh, day. Like, sob stories, do you get a lot of that? And how do you deal with that? Um, <clears throat> I would say on Twitter. That's it, more of a thing on Twitter. Really? So, from people you don't know? Yeah, people I don't know. Not, not, not so much people. I, I've had... A few people that I know, you know what I mean? And, right. Because um, I know you're a helper by nature, so yeah. I know you, you have a soft heart. I, I know that. I do. I do have a soft heart, but I'm also very realistic, and you know, right. and I always try to... All of my friends know this. Um, <laughs> I like that you looked up the camera. Yeah, I'm like, like they all just In case you forgot, I'm let like, me just look at the camera <laughs> and address some <laughs> shit right now. I'm like, <laughs> and you all, know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> they all know this. I'm a big... <laughs> believer in teaching somebody how to fish you know, mm, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. not a give you a fish kind of guy right you know i'll right. teach you all day long you know what i mean i'll talk about investments with you yeah um what i invest in and stuff yeah. like that but i will not give you a fish and you're i have though right. i have um yeah like, we all yeah you have to I've, sometimes I've given plenty of fish you know yeah sometimes you get burned <clears throat> yeah the fish don't uh yep. give eggs back <laughs> <laughs> now but i have this new thing now though um because i've gotten burned so many times i have this new thing now when I, I give a fish, I don't expect it back. I'm just like, right. you know what I mean? Like, um, it's your version of charity. Not to call it charity, but you know, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. if you get it back, it's a bonus. If not, yeah. you, did, you did a nice thing. <clears throat> because it's, it's 
too much on relationships. You know what I mean? It ruins sure. it ruins a lot of relationships. Yeah. Money ruins so much relationships, yeah. and I refuse to have any more of my relationships ruined because of money. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I won't. Um, I you know I'm a gambler by nature, mm-hmm. so I just chalk it up in my head as like it's a couple of hands of blackjack. It's yeah, a, it's a bad night at poker. Yep. It's not the end of the world. You yep. helped out a friend. Yep. They meant well when they asked. They yep. weren't trying to fuck you, and sometimes life just keeps smacking you in the face. So yep. just move on. A hundred percent. And there's yeah. like a there's a thing I said. I, I'll say to myself, you know what? That was a thousand dollars that I paid you to never pay you again. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's, that's usually what I do. I'm like, okay, yeah. you know, we're, we're we're cool. Our relationship is good, but that was yeah. you know that was that was just a thousand dollars to right. you know to tell you to tell myself like, okay, he, I paid that person a thousand dollars to ensure that I don't pay him a thousand a thousand dollars again. Yeah. Because if you know what I mean, if they don't pay you back, then you know that right. you know. When you were before you were in the UFC, when you were a young kid mm-hmm. living in Jamaica, <clears throat> did you ever think you'd even be in a position to just loan a couple handful of friends a thousand bucks and and not not I don't want to say not care if you get it yeah. back, but it's not gonna hurt you if you don't get it back. Did you ever think you'd be in that position? No. I I I didn't you know what's crazy? I, I felt always that I was going to be successful, but I never thought in money terms. Never. Mm. Never thought in money terms. I always thought like, oh, I was going to be like an actor or something. Really? Like that. Yeah, I did. I always, I loved, like, I used to watch Disney Channel a lot in, in Jamaica. Yeah. Because, you know, Disney was perfect. You know, you watch the, the shows and stuff. and so You'd cos- watch like Hannah Montana mm, and you'd be t- like. No, no, no. That's, no, <laughs> Hannah Montana. What were you watching? <laughs> I was watching Hillary Duff. I couldn't Lizzie name a Ma- Disney show. I was just trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hannah Montana was after that. Uh, okay. I would Hillary watch Duff. like, yep, uh, Lizzie McGuire, That's So Raven. Then I'd watch a lot of Cosby. Bill yeah. Cosby was my father I at mean, one point. Everyone's. <laughs> you know what everyone's. I mean? Everyone's. Yeah. Till he, he turned my into, heart. Till he turned into daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Cosby think, was the best father, yeah. America's father, till oh. he turned into daddy, and then I don't know what the fuck happened. Took me a Wheels while. fell off. Took Damn, Bill. I know. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but um, <laughs> to go back on that, no, I, I, I never thought in money terms. Like I said, I, I would always like act in front of the TV. Yeah. You know, I would like stand up and like rehearse certain lines in front of the TV that I thought was. Like a tongue twister. I mean, like I think of like, yeah. wow, that's that line is really hard to say. And I would stand up and I would like say it over and over again because I always wanted to be an actor. I see you now. You said it. I see you as an actor. I do. <laughs> I, I wanted so bad to be an actor, you know. And I even would do uh, drama in high school and stuff like that yeah. because I really, you know, I'd sign up for certain plays and yeah. certain things, choreography, and I may or may not have killed it. <laughs> That's why I did television production. You know, I was a sports okay. anchor. And for three years, uh, I was like sports anchor of the year every year. Really? You know, because I, I I was like, you know what? This is me like acting. This is my, you know, this is my thing. Like right. I want to, I want to, even though it was more interview based, um, but I, I created my own thing. Uh, the teacher actually was so against it because he was so serious, right? But the morning announcements were so boring. They were so boring. So I add my own flair to everything. Yeah. Added my own flair to everything. I would cut videos and um, put them in Ooh. into my segments and stuff like that. And just like I would kill it, man. And the students would yeah. love it. And eventually, the teacher was like, "All right, I love this. I love this. What you're doing. Yeah. You know, because it, it's like <sighs> sometimes." 
creativity is it's not something you can teach people sometimes. I agree. You know what I mean? It's either yeah. you have it or you, you don't. You have and it or I, you don't. I was always very creative with certain things that I do. And you know, I just I just was like, you know what, I'm adding my own flair to this. I yeah. mean, I just did it and I just added my own flair and but um yeah, man, I kind of went off track to what you said. But to uh, go back to what you just you said before, um I always thought I would be something. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that I would help people. <clears throat> but I never thought like I would I could be able to be in the position to give someone money. Right. Um because that was just it. I could never I never really understood money at that point. You sure. know what I mean? I never it was never really a thing. It was just like I don't know, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be in the position to help people. That was always my thing. Yeah. Like I need to be in the position to help people because how I felt like I felt helpless at times. You know what I mean? And yeah. I wanted people to help me. And so I was like, man, if I could just give people what they didn't give me. And as right. a kid, thinking that stuff as a kid is crazy. You yeah. Know? I'm just like, wow, I'm a kid. Think- and thinking back at it, I'm like, wow, can't believe all those thoughts I had as a kid. When you get a, the, like the $50,000 <clears throat> bonus, mm-hmm. does it just show up in your account or do you get an actual physical check? Um, it shows up in your account. So you get it eight weeks later in your account. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, So what was the what, same thing with your fight? When you fight, yep. it just shows up in your account? It shows up in your account and you got to so pay. So you've never had a time when <clears throat> you got to look at a check with a big dollar amount? Yes. Every time when I was not fighting in the UFC. Oh, okay. And how much, do you, okay. How much do you, what was the most you think I've ever been paid outside of the UFC? The most, I've, I've gotten the check and been like, yes, oh, you know what I mean? I'm going to say, I'm probably going to fuck this up. I'm going to say a thousand bucks. Yeah, close. Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred dollars was the most I've ever been paid at, for a fight. And when you got that, even yeah. then, you were like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I was like, yo. But I was like, this is cool. I was like, oh. <laughs> I'll never yeah. have to worry again. <laughs> yeah. Because the fight before that, I got paid like 800 bucks. You know what I mean? Right. I started out at 600. Then, you know, 700, 800, nine, you know. It just, yeah. But yeah, man, I was so happy when I got $1,200 because it was just something that, you know, um, that was probably the most money I made. In my life, yeah, and all at once. I mean, you know, yeah, sure. Um, I worked as an assistant teacher, so my biggest check was seven hundred, maybe eight hundred dollars. You know, what I which mean? is every two weeks, every right? two weeks, every yep. two weeks, mm-hmm. right? So, so okay. So when you get when they when the eight weeks go by and that fifty G's gets dropped in your account, do you get on your phone and just stare at the bounce like holy shit? Like, do you have like <laughs> this like wow, I, I'm doing it? Like, fuck. Like it's it's like both, right? Like I won the fight, yeah. I kicked ass. Yeah. Look at the fucking bank account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, yeah. right? It is. I'm not gonna lie. I because what I did was I took a screenshot of like when I had like five dollars in my account. Right. <clears throat> and I compared the two and I was just like, wow. And the first thing I do usually is I just like I just sometimes I'll just sit on my bed and I'll just like I'll I'll like shake my head like Yeah. You did like, it. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll shake my head because at the end of the day, if I never have another fight, like, I did good for myself. You know what I mean? I came from Jamaica. Yeah. Um, didn't get my first job until I was 25 years old. You know what I mean? That was the first- Here in the States. Here in the States. Yeah. 25 years old. That was the first job I ever had. And you were how old when you moved here? I was, not, I was nine years old. Nine years old. I was nine years old. And why did you have to wait till 25 again? Well, so how, so how it started off when I, when my visa expired. So Right. Yes. My visa expired. So I ended up, you know, wasn't a legalized citizen until, you know, I applied for the DREAM Act. Yeah. And then um, I got my paperwork and everything. And I started working at 25. Got my first car. Got my first job. 
And I feel like I was so far behind in the game, you know? Like, yeah. the world was just like, hey, you know what? And that's Have only, at what, it. Six, Deep end. That's six years ago. Yeah, six years ago. It's not that long ago. ago. No. I mean, I moved here six years ago. Yeah. So, credit, taxes, all that stuff, I had no, nothing. Nothing. I didn't know how anything worked. And I couldn't find a job because everyone told me the same thing. Oh, you don't have experience. You don't have experience. You don't have experience. You don't. Right. I'm like, well. Then how, how does this change? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed, how does, how did the first person get this job? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. how did, how did the first <laughs> right. person get this job? Right. Like, how the, like, how am I supposed to have experience? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? How am I supposed to have experience? And so I, I, I applied to be um, an after school teacher because my job at the school they told me the same thing. I applied. I wanted to work in the school as an assistant, and mm -hmm. they told me the same thing. They're like, "Oh, well, you don't have experience, so you know, sorry." <laughs> I'm just like, "All right." So I was like, in my head, I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to work as an assistant teacher, and I was like, "Right, all right." So I'm gonna make them hire me. So I applied for a job working after school, which was three hundred dollars every two weeks. I'm sorry, two hundred dollars every two weeks. And that was my first paycheck. $200 every two weeks. And I was like, fucking, you know, I was, I was so geeked. I was like, oh my God, I got my first real money to, you know, cause I usually worked landscaping. Like I would literally split wood. I'd wake up at five in the morning, drive, uh, I don't even know an hour. And then I would split wood, you know what I mean? Just to, yeah. $10 an hour cash, you know? Right. And I would split wood, literally like fucking splitting wood until about... 12 o'clock, and then I would leave, and I would have training at 1 p.m. I would get lunch, you know, then go to training. So I'd be splitting wood, you know, from five, from 6 a.m. until 12, and, wow. you know, cash. And then I would just keep doing that. And so when I got, like, my first deposit of $200, oh, sorry, it would be $400. It was $200 a week. Mm -hmm. um, no, I'm sorry. It was $100 a week because it was only, like, three okay. hours a day. So $200 every two weeks. I was I was, like, super excited because... That was the first time I had a bank account and money came into my bank account. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, damn, this is, this is amazing. You know, I like yeah. held my phone up to the light like, oh, shit, <laughs> this is amazing. I had $200 in my bank account. Right. You know, and I had, you know, I had to use that to food and clothes you know, for the next two weeks, you know. And yeah. it, was, it was amazing for me because I didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's the problem with our world today. We're so used to getting certain things that... When we get something big, we're, we, it's like, eh, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eh, whatever. But we forget what we didn't have. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or we forget what we're not supposed to have. Mm. You know, um, we, we, we all feel that we deserve this. We deserve that. We deserve this. We deserve that. Like, a lot of these fighters come in the UFC and they're like, yeah, I deserve, I deserve, I deserve. I'm like, fuck you. You don't deserve shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I look at this as I am a, a worker in the kitchen business, right? The restaurant business. I am a dishwasher in the UFC right now. Mm. You know, I was, <clears throat> I was um, taking out the trash at first. You know, yeah. Now I moved up to being a dishwasher. Yeah. And then maybe I'll wait wait the tables. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. And then I can start on the register. Right. And then maybe I'll own my I'll own the business. I'll become the manager. But that's how you have to look at everything. You can't just be like, you know, I'm gonna go into this restaurant and be the manager of this restaurant. No, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even the manager and the owner of the restaurant started out at the lowest level. Right. You know, but that's just a problem. We have access to everything now, you know, and so hard work and dedication isn't it's like it's going like that bar is being lowered and lower and lower every every year. So for me, honestly, for me, I love it. You know why I love it? Why? Because I see all these fighters just 
I just see their mentality, you know, and even the best fighters, some of the best fighters, and I see their mentality. I'm like, okay, ooh, yeah, keep doing that, keep doing yeah. that, because yeah. I might be here and you might be here, but eventually, eventually, I'm gonna get right here with you, and then I'm gonna surpass you. Eventually, I will, because that's how I've always done everything. You know what I mean? Um, going back to the school when I started as an after school worker, um. I made them hire me as an assistant teacher because I worked my ass off after school. You know, right. I came into the school and the the kids were just playing. Like every day they'd play for two hours. And I was just like, no, nah, we're not doing that. We're gonna waste do our, the time. Waste the time. Right. No, what do you what are we doing here? We're gonna do homework, we're gonna do some math, we're gonna do some reading, and then we're gonna go outside and play. We're not gonna we're not gonna do this. No. And I turned that entire after school program around. The entire after school and program. And you were how old at that point? 25. 25. <clears throat> I was 25, yep. And why do you think you were wired like that way? Just because of the way you grew up yeah, in Jamaica? Because the, yeah, because the way I grew up, you know, I, I didn't have any resources. I didn't learn to read until I was 12 years old, you know. Uh, really? Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't learn to read until I was like 12. I, was, I struggled. struggled in school when I, when I came here um, because Jamaica, you know, it's, it's an impoverished country. And when you grew up like how I did, it's like, all right, am I going to go to school or am I going to try to, you know, figure out, like, how to make a me, like, how to, how to, like, my, not me, but my parents were like, you know, yeah. uh, should I send him to school or try to, try to, like, help, have him help around? You know, not, not that I was ever helping like that, you know, I was a young kid, but they had way better things um, than school, you know right. what I'm saying? School was the least. Right. When everyone's poor, like, dirt poor, like, school's the least of their worries, mm. you know, which I disagree with. it's just with. survival, though, right? Yeah, yeah, because... But that's, that's the vicious cycle, right? It's like, it, if you don't put it into education, you don't put it into learning and exactly. getting better, then that's why you see how you stay in that, like, holding pattern, exactly. right? Exactly, and um, <clears throat> my mom told me that my grandma always thought that I was, like, very gifted as a kid, so she, like, didn't send me to school, and she tried to, like, teach me herself, but you can only do that for so much, you know? I probably went to school maybe, like, ten times. I remember getting on the bus... And by myself, I'll get on the city bus, take the city bus from Kingston all the way to town, and I'll get off the city bus and I'd walk to school. And I do that every day. I'd get, you really? know, yep, as I was about seven years old, on the city bus, take the city bus to school, <laughs> walk to school. Every day I would do that, every single day. And that was common back then? Like, yes. Like, very common. Young kids like that, mm -hmm. just like you're just fending for yourself. Yep, it was very common. It was very common. Um, I don't know what it's like now, but I'm sure it still is, you know. Uh, but here, it's like, the reason why um, I was able to do so well in the after school program is because of everything I didn't have. You know what I'm saying? When I was in Jamaica, I spent most of my time in the woods because it was like freedom. You know, literally was, in the woods. Literally, yeah. It was like like I was like Mowgli from the Jungle Book <laughs> <laughs> for real. I had my own <laughs> dead ass man. I was out here like Mowgli, swinging right. on trees. You know, climbing, eating food, right. picking berries. You know, shit like that. And I didn't realize how much of the world there was because all I knew was the woods, you know? Right. So I saw the same thing in the kids when I taught them in school. I was like, these kids don't even know. All they know, all they know is their neighborhood or this, this school. You know what I'm saying? They don't even know how much opportunities there are mm -hmm. out there. So Were you a loner when you were a kid? Like, I was always by myself, yeah. Is that why you think you're such a people person? 
because yes. you were so probably like isolated. I don't know if isolated is the right word, but no, probably because uh, you're a people. Like you come in, I've never seen somebody light up a room <laughs> the way you do, like a room full of strangers. Like you just yeah. come in and you start making friends and talking. And, yeah. and it, it, I've always been like that, though. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've always been like that because uh, my mom and I moved so much. You know, we moved around so much. I've lived everywhere. You know, I've lived in Brooklyn, New York. I've lived in East Hampton. In the Hamptons, I lived in Boston or Baltimore for a little bit, North Carolina, Florida. You know, we moved around. We probably moved every other year we moved, you know. And so when I, I had two choices, I had the thought, okay, well, I can stay here by myself or I can go outside and make friends. And I always chose to go outside and make friends every mm. time we moved. And, you know, I should have been discouraged, but I wasn't. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go outside and make friends. Every time we moved, I just kept like, you know what? I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm going to go outside and make friends. And I did. And I so, I so I became really good at socializing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was always very good at socializing. And I, I knew how to make friends. And so I did that over and over again. So now it's the same concept. Like I know, you know, um, people just want to be accepted. Really. Like we are very subconscious creatures, right? Mm -hmm. We think that we're conscious, but really our subconscious runs us. You know, so if you like compliment someone, it makes them feel good. I do that. I do that all the time. Even on comments, when people like talk shit on the comment, I'll comment like, I'll be like, "Hey, man, it's it is what it is. I love you." And they'll be like, "Oh, man, you're such a cool, you're such a cool guy. <laughs> I appreciate that." Yeah. You know, so I, that's like one of my favorite things to do because we uh, negativity drives us a lot of the times. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But if you replace that with some positivity, it's the same thing. It's yeah. the same concept. You know what I'm saying? People just want to be. They want attention. Mm -hmm. You know, so on social media, when people say things for attention, you give them a little love and they're like, man, you're actually a cool dude. Right. You're a cool guy. Do you get haters in the DMs? All the time. You do? Yeah. After fights normally? like Yeah, but it's even, it's, it's the best after fights because they don't expect people to reply and I reply and they're, right. like, they're like, wow, you're actually a cool ass dude. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I, I go in on these fans. Sometimes you got to go, you got to, I just, you got to be petty sometimes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> after I lost once. <laughs> um, I just got so mad and I usually don't do this, but I got so mad. This one guy was like, yeah, you got knocked out. And I'm like, yeah, I might've gotten knocked out. But when I die, people will remember me. And when you die, no one will know who you I are. Saw, I saw that comment. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't that long ago, right? What? Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah I, yeah. I saw that thread. That was like a bad day in the gym. Yeah. You, got, you know, you got a bad day in the gym and someone, someone hits you up and you're like, all right. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just go. <laughs> I have those sometimes, man, when I just go in. Yeah. Or I look at, I look at, you know, I'm like, yeah, I got knocked out, but I still made, you know, X amount of money. I'm like, right. how much did you make last year? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Look, that's what I thought. Shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my God. I'm used to it, like, so me and the kids that I worked with in the school, yeah, like we'll 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 roast each other for, for jokes. You know what I'm saying? Sure, like of course. Eventually, anything goes in the name of comedy. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And eventually, with kids, um, first you have to make them earn your respect by being really, really hard. You got to be tough. You have to be tough first yep. because they'll run right over you. You know, they'll run all over you. But right. then once you pass that stage, how old are these kids? 12, 13, okay. oh, yeah. 11, so that's 12, 13. The, the, the age of defiance. Yes. Yeah. So when they finally pass that stage, right, my students, when they pass the stage of no one loves me, you know, that's, that's, yep. that's what they all think. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When they pass that and they finally, like, accept you and they bring you, like, they bring you in, they let you in, now you can joke with them and, and be, right. like, comedic because they, you know, there's a fine line. They know, you For know, sure. they know where the, where the line is. Right. 
They know your intent. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty witty. I'm a, I'm really witty and like, yeah. like quick because they would say stuff and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, but you still failed that test. Or <laughs> yeah, you know, I just like we we joke and they would like joke about my because I always have my shirt tucked in. They'd be like, oh, that's why you look like Urkel or something like that. <laughs> you know. But um, yeah. So the fans they can get it. Some I I, I pff, man, I go in on them sometimes. <laughs> And how do you like living in Vegas? I love living in Vegas. Um, the first seven months was very dull just because I didn't know many people. But I still, you know, I still, I, I'm a people person. I got mm -hmm. to know a lot of people. But you actually changed my life living in Vegas. Just Whoa. For, no, for real. Come for on real. now. <laughs> no, for real. Because um, I was just going to the gym training and repeating every single day you know and then you gave me you, when i met you on contender series yeah you gave me this outlet um of you know having a podcast and i was like a podcast yeah that sounds interesting yeah you know and when i got that outlet i was just like wow i feel like it, it really transformed me you know because i was so used to doing the same thing over and over and over again just kind of you know going through the motions and i was doing my own thing where I was doing these like motivational videos on my phone, recording myself, you know, putting stuff out there. Yeah. Thought I was doing something. Then I came to the studio and I was like, damn, I'm not doing shit. Well, you were though. <laughs> you were using what you had, you know? I mean, it's still, it's, it's still the message is, is good. <laughs> yeah. But when I saw this layout, I'm like, yeah. man. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. So I appreciate you for that, man. Of course. That was, that was so beneficial for me. Yeah. It's, it's been great. It's fun. Uh, when you when you offer that up to people and they take it and run with it like you yeah. did, with only a handful have really. Uh, yeah, it's shocking. Like what? I have a lot of friends that I've known a long time that yeah. I know would be great at this. My buddy Matt Slavin, if you're listening, you idiot, get <laughs> your ass in here. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's like um, even like George Carmona back there. You know, yeah. he 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 was like he took it and just ran with it. Just just ran <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. It's like like I said, when you come from where I came from, you know what I'm saying. The woods, uh, Brooklyn. Um, you know when you when you don't you don't see stuff like this. So when yeah. you see all I see, I'm like, whoa, this is a crazy opportunity. Right. I'd be a fool yeah. not to take advantage of this opportunity. You know, but what I, I mean? think fear of failing holds people back. Yeah, man, fuck fear, fuck failing. Yeah, it's like it's not real. Right. Failure is not real. It's a human concept that's made up. I agree with you. It's a it's a made up concept. It's, Same with. It's sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's the same with fighting. If you win, you're great. If you if you lose, you're a loser. It's, right. It's, it's stupid. stupid. It's funny. <laughs> Usually, any first timer that comes in, if they come in to rent the studio or whatever, I always tell them there's no such thing as doing this wrong. There's no such thing as fucking up. There's no yeah. like it is, if you get tongue tied, if you forget your train of thought, it doesn't fucking matter. Just yep. keep going, just like you would if you were having lunch with a friend. You'd go fuck. Right. What was I saying? Just, I don't know. And then just move on. It is <laughs> right. what it is. Right. Yeah. You can't, man. There's so many people that do that steve harvey was one of the biggest ones the, mm -hmm. the announcement when he announced the wrong person is shit you don't think oh my god right right he, right but guess what he made it a thing the next year right he like made a joke about it and right. the next year he was doing that same shit he didn't he wasn't just like all right well i'm not never doing this again right he was back doing the same shit next year yeah you know so it's just, it's it's the same it's, it's about how you think about certain things yeah. you know because we all think like oh man if i mess up it's it's the death of me. It's the end. Sometimes like, you no. take an L. Sometimes you take an L. And it's you not have that to. Big a deal. And yeah. not just that, but you have to take L's in order to learn from yourself. Sometimes, yeah. you know, um, when I lose my fights, I always, even though, like, even on the ones where I'm like, you know what, it is what it is. Like, ah, last minute fight, you know, I still go back and see, okay, what could I have done in that moment, and how can this make me better? 
Yeah. You know, because when you have wins, you readily identify your mistakes and your fuck ups and all that stuff. You know, your yeah. wins just phew, unless yeah. you have a coach like Dewey Cooper who's like, yeah. all right, this fight you won, you did that, that, that. Here's your mistakes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. oh shit, never had anybody break that down to me before. Yeah. I you mentioned Dewey. I loved uh, you know I got lucky. You invited us over to the PI the other day. Yeah. I had a couple friends in town. They wanted to check it out, and uh, we watched you train <laughs> and watched Dewey and his whole process with you. And it was really exciting to watch. I mean that, that I'm so pumped for your next fight. Um, when you were in there and you were kicking the kicks, man, from <laughs> both sides. I can't. I still don't. I still don't know what your <laughs> dominant leg is. I have no clue. That's that's the beauty. That's the yeah. beauty, man. Uh, Dewey is a master craftsman. He's such a perfectionist. It is incredible. You know, you see, look at um, Javid and Farid. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Look at how technical their striking is. Yep. You know, just look at Albazi, who was a wrestler, grappler, now knocked a guy out. You know what I'm saying? Um, because Dewey has us doing just precise technique, just over and over and over and over and right. over and over and over. Just so in the fight, if it's not as precise, it still works. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And he's incredible, man. And he's just such a student of the game. And he's just like, all right, you know, here's what we need to do. And there's a purpose for everything. We do these drills where we circle side to side to side. You know, there's a reason for everything that he does. Nothing is random. Everything. Right. You know, we're doing, I do about 200 kicks a day. I'm sorry, 400 kicks a day, 200 each leg. Wow. It's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And, and, and the cardio that you put out in yeah. one of those training sessions, I was blown away. I mean, like, you, it's, you're zero to 60 immediately, <laughs> and it doesn't, you don't take your foot off the gas. Like, I mean, jumping rope for uh, five minutes or whatever it is, five, three minutes, five minutes, whatever it is. 15. 15 minutes? Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just crazy seeing sweat dripping off you, and then you go in, in the cage, and you're fucking kicking and throwing, and then you're back out, jump rope, and yeah. it's just wild, man. Yeah, it uh, it prepares you for a fight. You know, you can't take a punch buggy to the speedway. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you just can't do it. <laughs> you just like can't that. do it, man. And a lot of people, that's what they do. They get in the fight, and they're like, oh, shit, well, you know, they try to give it 100% when they've only done 80 to about maybe 60% in the gym. Yeah. You know, and you can't do that. You can't do that. You got to go 120 at times. Right. In order, in order for you to give 100 in the fight, you know, because there's going to be days where you're not feeling 100% and you'll be sure. like, oh shit, I'm not feeling 100%. I'm just going to make an excuse. Right. You can't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then we result, we, we rely on our excuse. Well, I wasn't feeling 100%. Like, man, right. are you kidding me? I'm never 100%. Right now, my hip's fucked up. My finger, you see this shit? I can't bend my finger in all the way. Yeah. See that? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm never, like, I'm, but I'm fighting. Right. You know, like, I'm, I'm never 100% when I fight. I'll, right. But I'll never go out there and be like, well, you know, I just had this, right. that, and the other thing. I'm like, no, no. Like, I hate when people do that. Yeah. You know, because it like, is what it is. It right? is what it Maybe. is. And no one cares. Not just that, but. You probably beat somebody. I probably beat somebody who wasn't a hundred percent. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Right. It all balances out. Yeah, it yeah. all balances out in the end. That's, yeah, that's the way it is. But what was the process like to get with Dewey? Like, when you is that a lunch and just talking about theory kind of stuff, or is it getting in the gym? Like, because you both have to <clears throat> agree essentially, right? Yes. Yeah. So honestly, I heard about him through Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. And you know, I've been looking for a coach with like very like the similar foundation as Duke Rufus. You know, Duke Duke was my striking coach for about three years. Um so I wanted 
a coach that had similar foundation as Duke Rufus and um, or my very very first coach, the one that passed away in a motorcycle accident. He mm. his foundation was just oh he was amazing, amazing best coach I ever had. Um, so when I saw him, I saw Cody Garbrandt posted a video with Dewey. I was like oh man like I like I like what he's doing with Cody. You know this will be Cody's first fight with Dewey too, so I'm interested to see. Oh nice. Yep. Um, Look at uh, and yours too and mine. Yep, right. Edward, Ed, uh, Edmund Shabazian had his first one with and Dewey. looked fire. Yeah, he I was did. at that fight. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he did. He looked amazing. And um, like I said, if I lose this fight, which is not something that I'm thinking about, I'm just saying, right? If I sure. lose this fight, I will I will be content that everything I did was amazing. You know what I'm saying? The, sure. the work that I've put in with Dewey right. thus far has been incredible. You know, so it's it's like if I lose this fight, I'll still be happy, yeah, and pleased because I, the amount of work that we put in, right? Like my striking, my power, my speed has just gone up tremendously, yeah, tremendously. And um, you know, when I was with Duke, it was about the same, right? Uh, I would say I'm like here when I was with Duke, I was about here, yeah. Um, but when I was with Duke, same concept. The um, uh, we had, you know, we had a bunch of fucking killers, man. Rafion Stott, Sergio Pettis. Um, uh, we had uh, Chico Camus. Um, who did I have in my weight class? Uh, I don't know if you remember. Fuck, what's his name? Oh my gosh, uh, he retired. He fought. He fought. Um, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna remember his name. Why am I not remembering his name? He was a 125er. I don't remember. But anyway, we had a bunch of killers. Yeah. And so, you know, when when, I, when we were when we do our technique, we get to try him, and you know if. They worked in that gym. They're they're gonna work in the fight because we had so many killers, man. Yeah. Shit. Look at Rafion. Just um, he just fought for a title. Won the Bellator title recently. Yep. Sergio. The two title contenders in Bellator right now are Sergio Pettis, who holds the belt, and Rafion owned, uh, holds the interim. Okay. They were both teammates at Rufusport, and wow. they probably will have to fight. And so. Wow. You know that that goes to show you um, just that that style. You know Duke yeah. and du uh, Duke and, and and Dewey both came from that same background. They both went to Thailand. They both both were kickboxing world champions. They both you know know what it takes to get to the top. Yeah, and it's exciting watching a gym get hot. Yeah, like as it had like yeah. you, you know what I mean. Like Top Team had their run. Like you know yeah. everything. Alpha Male had their little run. Like it's 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 exciting when you see like wow because there's. Definitely something to it. It's not a coincidence. It's not. There's definitely something to it. And what I love the most about Dewey and his gym, it's like they're secretive. You know what I mean? Like they don't go out there and, and like 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 shout to the rooftops like, oh, we're this, we're that. Right. They're just like very low key. Like yeah. no one knows this, but uh, I think our gym now is 20 and 2 for the year. For for 2022. Yeah. 20 That's insane. And 20 and 2. Yep. For 2022. That's insane. Yep. And I want to say you said 9 and 0 in the UFC or something. 9 and 0 right? in the UFC. See, I remember. I remember, <laughs> I remember the things you tell me. <laughs> That's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. But I love that, you know, they're not like, they don't go out there and like, ah, oh, we're this, we're this, we're this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, those gyms, a lot of the gyms, they, they live for that. You know, they live. But Dewey doesn't care about shit like that. He cares about making us champions. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's all he talks That's about. That's how he addresses you. Yeah. I, know, I picked up on that. Yes, it he is. He calls you champion. He does. He does. Yeah. He does. And, and the belief, man, it's like, it's all here, you know? He, he's always putting that belief in you and motivating you in that way. Right. And driving you in that, uh, that direction that you're already going, but maybe you're hesitant. You know what I'm saying? But you're headed in that way. Yeah. And it's just, it's incredible to have that. It's very incredible to have that. He reminds me, I, uh, my very first coach, like I said, 
when I first started MMA, um, I first started college wrestling. And I did about a year and a half of college wrestling. Then they dropped the program. And I was like, well, I went to Wisconsin for wrestling. Right. I don't know what I'm going to do now. So I found an MMA gym and um, I didn't have any money. Couldn't work at the time. Yeah. And the, the trainer told me, he was like, his name was Reese Chainer. He said, you know what? If you help out the fighters with wrestling, you can just train here for free. Wow. And that's what I did. And he, one of the fighters had a fight coming up. And he's like, you know, just get in the cage and, you know, do it, you know, spar him. And I'm, in my head, I'm like, spar him. I've never sparred before. So I get in there and he head kicks me. Boom. You know, and I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, this yeah. is a fight. And so I just started like just going off. Boom, boom, boom. I take him down. And I just started just boom, 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 boom. And then Reese was like, man, like you have serious talent. He said, he looked at me and he said, he said, you can be a UFC champion someday if you choose to. Mm. You know, if you choose to, you have yeah. you have the gift. And I didn't know what that meant, you know, until later on in life. I didn't know what that meant. But the fact that he said that was just like, boom, like, wow, like my, my daddy issues went away. <laughs> <laughs> George, is Sartain up next? Is Sartain coming in here next? Uh, <laughs> Are we good or? Yeah, we got another 12. Okay. Um, man, yeah. And the other cool thing about Dewey um, is that he's never real. What makes him a great coach, I think, is that he's never realized that just with his voice, he could be making millions of dollars doing voiceovers <laughs> right. in Hollywood. He doesn't need to be coaching. He has a million dollar voice, this guy, and he has no fucking clue. He so he's still coaching as a result of this, which yeah. don't tell him. We can bleep this part out. <laughs> no. no, let's make this part a clip. We're going to make it a clip and send it to him. <laughs> Holy shit, that guy's voice. If I could listen to him yeah. all day. Yeah, he could, he could like, it's like, you know who else is like that? When you watch the... Um, that British guy on the the whale video. What's that video called, Travis? The sea video, Blue Planet. I don't David, know it. David Attenborough. Oh, David Attenborough. <laughs> Look at Travis. Oh, good, good call. George. Oh, good George. Call. Yeah, George, George is behind the desk. Yeah. The whale crests above the sea <laughs> on beautiful Monday morning. That was good. Dude, right? yeah, that's, that's close. Like I'm telling yeah. you, man. That's Dewey. That's Dewey. Yeah, man. I mean, like, Dewey's almost very Mickey from Rocky. I yeah. mean, he's just he's just yes. Yeah, he's like the morning show. Hello, right? The morning show with Dewey Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For real, man. Yeah. <laughs> For real, he's got girls lining up to be to 100%. listen to him. hundred <laughs> percent. They're like, just say it again. Say, say it, it again. One more time. Say yeah. it one more time. <laughs> yeah, he should never text uh, a girl. He should just be leaving voice messages. hundred <laughs> percent. He should be like one of those, like, uh, you know how uh, they have those sex talk show yes, or whatever? Right. He should be on one of those, like Howard yeah. Stern. Yeah. <laughs> and I heard him, it was like 1230 in the afternoon. I can only imagine morning voice with that guy, you know? Like raspy morning voice when he's sick. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Dewey's fucking up. He's yeah. missing out on millions. <laughs> <laughs> Holy I'm gonna shit. I'm going to have to tell him. I'm going to right? have to tell him. <laughs> That's real talk. Oh, oh my just, God. I just saw a video with, uh, <laughs> I saw a video with him and, um, Rampage Jackson. Oh. Because, you know, his system is called BKS, uh, Black Cobra Striking MMA. Oh, right. Okay. And, you know, Rampage was like, man, that's a, that's a cool name. He's like, I want to make a gym, you know. I'm, I, wanna, I, think of, I was thinking about calling it, like, you know, BBC or BCC. He's like, no, nah, BBC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Rampage is hilarious. Man. Yeah, he is. He's a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a real funny guy. He's still fighting, right? Is he still fighting? I don't even know. 
Is Mm-mm. he done? No, he's done. He's done. He's done. Certain people, like I said, man, after you reach a certain age, there's just no reason you, to be you, in there. You've done it. You've yeah. done it. You've you, you got to be done. It's like you yeah. know what? I guess if you don't have if you don't have any kids and you're like you know what I just want to keep doing it for fun. Shit, whatever. I you fuck know what it. I mean? yeah. Fuck it. Whatever but, floats your boat, right? But it's like, man, I just for me, like you said in the beginning of the show, fighting doesn't define me. Yeah. And there's so much that I want to do in this life. Yeah. There's so much that I want to do in this life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And fighting is going to give me that platform, just that astronomical platform that I'm going to need just to fucking slingshot me to be in the position to change somebody's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I used to watch shows like, even though it was fake, I don't give a shit. I used to watch like Pit My Ride. Yeah. Back in the day, exhibit, yeah, sure. you know what I mean? And he would just like change these people's lives. Yeah. And yeah, it was fake, whatever. But to me as a kid, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. This guy is changing right. these people's lives yeah. by, you know, customizing their car. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or what about like Undercover Boss? Or Undercover you Boss. That show? Yes. Yes. Dude. I know Gary Breckett told me my estrogen was high, but man, I, I tear up when I watch that fucking yes, show. Yes, man. Yeah. I love it. And you see, there's a, um, one of our training partners at Dewey's Gym. His name is Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. He's been going around Las Vegas as a food critic and really? rating foods and posting it on, on his TikTok. And he changed this guy's life. This guy who oh, that had a small restaurant. Yes, kind of deal? the pizzeria. Really? He had a pizzeria. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. No. He, he made the news in Vegas and everything. This guy had a pizzeria. And, you know, struggling pizzeria for years. And he went in there. And if you see, if you ever watch Keith's videos on TikTok, they're hilarious. He goes okay. in and he samples foods. Yeah. And he posts it on TikTok. But he went in and he sampled this, uh, you know, this guy's wings and pizza. And he was like, wow. And the, the next day, this guy had just people flooding through the doors. Really? And when he asked, like, how'd you guys hear about us? Like, what the hell? He's like, yeah, Keith Lee, Keith Lee, Keith Lee. Yeah, he's got, now he has 7 million followers on TikTok. But he had, I think, three million. He's up to seven million from that. He he's changing people's lives. Like struggling, he finds struggling businesses. That's great. And um, does like a review. Yeah. And post on his TikTok, and then people flood their business. I love it. It's amazing, man. I love shit like that. Yeah. That's that's the power. That's the kind of power I want. Yeah. That's what I want to have. That's the power I want. <laughs> You're on your way, man. You're a hundred percent on your way. Oh man, it's like yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, man, this was fun. I can't wait to see you fight on February 25th. Yes. At the Apex, right? Yes, at the Apex. Um, Black History Month. I'm fighting a guy. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to say it. I was going to say something. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to be you like. About to drop some bombs? What were you going to oh, say? Oh, man. I might get canceled. I was going to be like, I was going to be like, I'm fighting a guy from the Ukraine. And I know the, I know the situation with Ukraine's, you know, fucked up, but it's Black History Month, man. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, man, this was a lot of fun. You know, I, I called you as a joke yesterday and I, and I congratulated you that I put you in my favorite section of my phone, but I 100%, uh, uh, you are one of my favorite people on, on, on the planet, O'Day. Likewise, John. All right, man. I like I, it. I appreciate it. We'll likewise. do it. We'll do this again for sure. Oh, most definitely. All right. We'll see you guys next week. And George is going to end the show right now like that. Mm. That's good stuff.